And we're live. Hi, I'm Christian Serrano with the Savage Bloggers Network. This is our Hangout on Air. So uh, unfortunately, Ron Blessing isn't going to be able to make it tonight. Uh, he was really looking forward to this. Um, he, he ended up with a sore throat from yelling for the Broncos during the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, but we have with us tonight Carl Kiesler. From hey. Savage Worlds community, uh, both on uh, I, I'm, you're on Facebook as well, right? Is, no, no, just Google Plus. Just Google Plus. Yeah, yeah, just Google okay. Plus. Yeah, yeah Google Plus. So yeah, uh, yeah, we have Carl Kieser with us. Uh, I'm really excited yeah. about this, uh, and I'll be honest, this has been the uh, the most anticipated hanging on air that we've had. It's the highest response we've gotten as far as people who are planning to watch. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, so you're you're like a rock star. Hey, I hope I don't Carl. disappoint. I don't think you yeah. will. I don't think you will. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Carl, I, I kind of want to get into some of your background. You do some amazing okay. work. You've got some amazing Thanks. skills. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> you obviously have professional graphic design yeah. chops. And yeah. so tell us a little bit about you know where that came from and at what point you sort of married. Well, I guess let's start with, with your, your graphic design history. Okay. Well, I went to the uh, Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale. I graduated uh, 96. So I've been doing graphic design since then. I work at a local ad agency. Um, I do mainly automotive ads. So with bright colors and things like that, uh, you know, really big headlines and things like that. So, um, um, that's pretty much what I've been doing for almost since I graduated, you know, college. So, but before that I, you know, drawing and things like that always interested me and, uh, gaming of course, but um, I, I melded the two way back then when I would draw characters and things like that. And yeah, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. yeah. When, did, when did you put those two things together? Oh, way early. <laughs> yeah. 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 Drawing characters and uh, maps and just anything I could back then, you know, be pre-computers, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so. Excellent. So w- when did you get into Savage Worlds? Um, I got into Savage Worlds in the small little Explorers edition. Um, right. I remember. I, yeah. I don't Was remember. 2008? Probably. Yeah. I would say around then. Right. Yeah. That sounds about right. But um, I had always liked Deadlands, the original old school Deadlands, you know? Classic, yeah. I have like all the books are on my shelf right now. I, 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 I I collected the books. I only played a few times, to be honest with you. Uh, I could never find the group that would want to play. And, but I have all the books and I've read them all. And I'm like, oh, this is so super cool. And then Savage World started coming out. I'm like, oh, I got to check this out. So, neat. Yeah. So, what, what drew you specifically to Savage Worlds that you, you know, you started playing it regularly and, and so on? Uh, I think it was because I got it. It clicked to me and it was so easy to learn and so easy to run. And I come from D and D, you know, way back right. second, first edition, second edition, uh, third edition, all that stuff. And it, it could get really, you could bog down, you know, oh, yeah. you know, making, uh, monsters and, you know, things, traps and God, you spent hours just doing stuff for that. And Savage Worlds came out I'm like, wow, this is pretty simple, you know? <laughs> no, I remember that. Uh, it, yeah. it was, I came from third edition D and D and, yeah. um, yeah. the, the amount of time I would spend, just preparing for a game and, and heaven forbid your players yeah. uh, decide to do something else. Cause then you were just like, I just spent hours. I hate yeah. you all right. Now. Yeah. You know, like I have to yeah. quickly stat this out or, you know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Savage Worlds was like, it also hit right when, um, or it hit me, I should say, I came across mm-hmm. right when, um, right before, 
my daughter was born, my first, oh, okay. first child. And okay. um, I was running out of, like, I just didn't have spare time anymore. Right, know? right. And, uh, and so I, I actually played in a game uh, online. I had just gotten my Explorers Edition copy yeah. uh, that same night uh, in the mail. And as I was playing that game, my mm-hmm. wife, this you know, she <laughs> ends up going to labor. <laughs> Oh wow! So, wow! So, yeah, and then uh, three months later, you know, I, I put the book down. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen for a while. So, three months later, I picked it back up. Like, all right, yeah, do something with this. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, have a look back. It's it's yeah, been, it's been fun playing around with it. So uh, that's that's super cool. That's yeah. awesome. So speaking of playing yeah. around with it, you mm-hmm. you you do some of the most amazing. <laughs> I, this is the reason why everybody's watching, right? Yeah, you do some of the most amazing custom props. Uh, you do amazing character sheet designs. Yeah, uh, thanks. The, even the setting concepts you come up with, like <laughs> Ghostbusters meets uh, what was uh, it? Was Goonies. Goonies, 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 Goonies yeah. Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, I mean, that's this year. <laughs> the, the Mystery Men blister packs, you know, yeah. with the blister peeled off and yeah. you know, bowling action grip. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars and the Kenner font. Yeah, how, how did you decide to, to get into doing those kinds of props? Um, you know, the Necronomicon, the you know, the, the box right. from uh, Hellraiser. The puzzle um, well, I started like uh, really customizing character sheets first. Um, I never really liked how this just the plain sheet looked. You know, the uh, like even in D anD I never really liked how it just was just white. You know, with with black text so lines yeah exactly it just never really i'm a visual person you know going to art school and all that being being an artist my whole life i never really dug that so i always just start trying to spruce up character sheets and uh it started like in almost like d20 modern when compute when i started using computers more and um um I, i did like a western sheet at one point and uh it 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 went from there. It just steamrolled onto whatever genre my, my game master was running. I'd make up a sheet or if I was running it, I'm like, and that's how it would psych myself up too. to, I'd be, I'd get really into a setting, you know, and uh, I would make a sheet for it like Ghostbusters. I ran Ghostbusters uh, a few years back and I was so, I'm wearing a shirt right now, but I was so into it. And I was like, oh, first thing I'm going to do, I got to make a sheet. I got to make a sheet with slime all over it and make it look like it's like uh, caution bars on it and metal backgrounds and stuff like that. It just, uh, one thing led to another. And I just kept doing it. You know? <laughs> just, yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, we, we did a, um, so we did an episode of Simply Savage where we talked mm-hmm. about uh, setting the mood. Yes. And how you can, you know, bring elements of the setting to the table and right. to the room in which you're playing in. And right. when we did that, my, the only thing I had in the back of my mind the entire time was Carl Kinsler. <laughs> and uh, thanks. you, you've become a master at that. It's, oh, it's thanks. The, the stuff you do. I, I mean, I can imagine playing in one of those games. You do a lot of convention games as well. Yeah. 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 And so mm-hmm. I can imagine sitting there and immediately I'm, I am, you know, just in that setting. Like that's yeah. what my mind is. And and so you yeah. just spoke to that where that was your intent. You wanted to right. pull yourself into it. And I'm assuming right. your other players sort of yeah. had that same experience when they interacted with your your props and, and what Yeah, they, they seem like it. Like um I can remember the Ghostbuster games to be example. Um mm-hmm. uh, like one of the first games I st- I took a lot from the video games, the stories from the the Ghostbusters video games. Uh the story was one of the first games they were, there was a traveling gozer exhibit. So the characters had to go to, to the museum and they were the local franchise ghostbusters. So they were going to be there. And I told them, I said, okay, 
they're giving out champagne, but the champagne is, is colored green for, you know, slime. And they're giving out hors d'oeuvres of s'mores. And so I actually went to Party City and bought some plastic champagne cups. And I brought Mountain Dew, chilled it. I said, okay, this is what they're serving. I handed everybody Mountain oh, Dew amazing. and champagne cups. And I actually made s'mores up with toothpicks, toothpicks in them. Right. I handed those out. These are the hors d'oeuvres. And one of the players was, uh, he had the hindrance of obese. And so his character was always eating and stuff like that. So he played it up. He grabbed the champagne glass and he had his pinky out. And he's, he's role-playing as he's, you know, eating the s'mores and right. drinking this Mountain Dew champagne stuff. It was great. I mean, they really, everybody got into it. Everybody was grabbing the champagne and acting like they were, you know, someone was act- acting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was just like one example of like, you know, something I like to do to, you know, bring it all together, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, so other than just, just the props, I mean, I've yeah. props are just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to gush over. <laughs> by the way. But, um, you've also come up with some amazing Savage Worlds setting ideas. Um, Oh, <laughs> we mentioned Goonies meets Ghostbusters. Just right, before. right, right. But, um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You've done oh. an 80s edition, <laughs> right? Um, then you yeah. did a 70s edition. Tell, tell right. us about that initially. That initially started. Um, I had an idea for the 80s from Top Shelf Comics. Put out a cover way back in the. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, but mm-hmm. years ago for an April Fool's joke. They put out a fake cover. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, 1980s. And it had like, they actually had somebody draw this out. It was uh, Jack Burton, B.A., Baracus, uh, I think Doc Brown, Lisa from Weird Science, and MacGyver. They're all on the cover. And behind them was portraits of like from the 70s, like the Bandit, Serpico. And I saw this and I was like, man, that would be an awesome game. That would, re- that would be really cool if I, you know, a con game, if, you know, you just build up these characters in Savage Worlds and, and run it. And right. uh, I never got the chance to do it, but then I heard a podcast. I forget the name of the podcast, but they ran some actual plays where they took the feng shui system and they kind of played off that idea too. I'm like, hey, this this would be easy to do in Savage World. So I for so one year I just like started building characters, and uh, I actually started with the 2000s. I I did the 2000s, uh, wow. so it was like a zombie themed game i like the theme my i like the theme my game somewhat uh so this was the 2000s i started and it was like tallahassee from zombie land it was uh cherry darling from planet terror she had the machine gun leg and um awesome uh characters like that uh and they all fought zombies basically and and it started steamrolling from there then the next year was vampires it was i went backwards it was the 90s was the next year so it was like the vampire theme so buffy was a character uh I think uh, Jack Crow from John Carpenter's Vampires were the character. Nice. Um, Very nice. And uh, and then the 80s and then the 70s. So, But I think I put it to rest for now. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So how did you how did you pick those specific characters when you when you were uh, you know running that like, um, the eighties and the seventies because the eighties and seventies have yeah there's a lot of characters to yes. choose from the eighties so. was tough the eighties uh, uh, like I said uh, it was themed well the the first you know the two thousands was uh, zombies right. then it went to vampires which was kind of easy because there was a lot of movies in there in that genre 
the 80s was tough. I'm like, well, there's so many. I actually wrote a list out of all these characters that could be. I mean, it was like everybody that I was because I'm a kid of the 80s. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God, how do I pick this? So I came up with a theme of time travel. I'm like, OK, well, this we could do this. We can make a time travel type thing. So Doc Brown is immediately in there. I put Ellen in there because there's a little time. She, she showed up because time travel. Awesome. Uh, I think uh, I'm having a forgetting who. Uh, so it was time travel, and I had a little bit of martial arts in there. So Jack Burton was a character. Burton, right. Yeah. So um, I just played off on characters like that, and I, I sp- pick specific characters to fill specific roles. Like B.A. was the strong, tough guy. Okay, right. he's done. Strong guy's done. Uh, Jack Burton's kind of the lucky bastard going running around. Uh, right. Uh, doesn't lucky, really know what he's doing. Edge yeah, every man uh, yeah. type guy. Yeah. Right. So he's done. Doc Brown was a scientist, so he's done. So scientists filled, you know. Needed some women in there. So Ellen Ripley, she's a tough badass. Put her in there and she was done, you know. Um, uh, so that's how I kind of build these games up. You know, I try to fill up roles that you know, would normally see in like a movie or a story like that, you know. Right, right. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so for the 80s, you, you did the cards if I right. correctly. And then for the right. 70s, you oh, stepped yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Where those those eight track things were, yeah, awesome. That's the character sheet. At what point did you say, "I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do eight track cassettes with covers." <laughs> well, I was actually making. Uh, I had a Photoshop picture of an eight track, and I was making a character sheet eight and a half by eleven. I was building one in Photoshop. I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool looking. You know, I can have stats on and everything. It looked like eight track, but then I thought, I'm like, well, I could kind of shrink that down and make it look like you know an eight track and put the stats on the back like i did i don't know if you guys can see that. yeah yeah but um and i did i shrunk it down and i i printed out double-sided and i showed my buddy at work and we're we're um we're actually this is after hours just so you know yeah, sure. <laughs> i'm not gonna tell your boss so. <laughs> i doubt they're watching but right, <laughs> i don't yeah. think it even but but it was after hours and we brainstormed and uh I was showing him, I said, oh, man, there's a cool. He goes, you know, that's about the size of an A-track. I'm like, well, yeah, that's the idea. And I got the spine there, too. And uh, he said, uh, you know, you could probably get some cheap A-tracks somewhere. I'm like, let's check Craigslist. So we were looking on Craigslist, and I'm like, you know, I could make a label. And so I I didn't find it on Craigslist that I wanted because I wanted, like, certain colors. So this right. I made all the characters yeah, red. Yeah, like 70s, you know, like the, the yeah. you know, bicentennial. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so I bought some, and I kind of deconstructed it, um, basically ripping the label off, and right. uh, which, which is like this one. I just kind of ripped the label off. And they come off super easy, obviously, because they're, they're so old. They're so old, yeah. Probably all dry and, out. Exactly. And so I sized the label up and I basically matched up a font and, and gave it like a weathered look. And I'm like, wow, these are like really high level characters or high rank characters, I guess, for several worlds. Mm-hmm. And I could simplify it and just put everything on there like a list. So that's where that idea came from. It was like a brainstorm idea with a coworker of mine. And wow. he doesn't even game. He just thought, you know, the stuff I make is cool, too. And he, yeah. <laughs> he likes getting into it, too. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. So, what are some of your um, your, your your favorite props that you have? Um, well, the eight tracks definitely are, are, I think, really cool. I really love those. Mm-hmm. They were, 
I come from Florida. I live in Florida. So to fly up to Indy was kind of a pain bringing all this stuff on the plane, but it was still fun to bring these up there. Uh, let's see what else I made. Oh, I made a, for my Ghostbusters game, I made a Tobin spirit guide. It just made oh, like yeah. a, a front. And what these are, you can buy them at uh, like Michael's and they're just uh, uh, like put all of my junk in there. They're just little boxes. Yeah. So, false book all, things. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I got all my stuff in there. Really easy chance. Any box kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I made the Necronomicon because I included that in the Ghostbusters game. Uh, um, it was flying around. It was their sli- their version of Slimer. Can you and- hold that up? I didn't realize how big that <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's funny, the way this came about was uh, I added them to I added the Necronomicon to the game. And right. it, it had a face on it, so I started making kind of slimer type noises, you know, voices. I was, you know, role playing it up. And uh, they were, it was a comical type game. So they were having a good time with it. And um, they kept asking, how big is it? How big is it? How big is it? And I would tell them, well, it's about yay big. And the next session, how, well, how big is this book again? So I'm like, all right, I got to find out a way on how to make this. <laughs> so, so I went online again, online, you can find lots of things. Oh, yeah. And I saw somebody make one of these with all this is, is masking tape under here it's rolled masking tape really and duct tape sorry rolled duct duct tape tape. and i took uh some like pva glue and some paper towels and wet it down and just kind of made like a rough skin on it and just painted it but you you know you gotta make some kids teeth yeah yeah yeah, that's right there (laughs) (laughs) so i I brought this to the game i'm like that's how big your the necronomicon that's how big the teeth actually um that is just like uh like putty and I just formed them and just put them in there and just painted them. It's, it's just just paint. So I often, uh, if yeah. I ever do a horror game, like a supernatural yeah. horror game, I often wanted to get like little fake teeth. Oh uh, yeah, for babies. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, that was that was fun to make. And again, that was like someone making a prop for like a Halloween costume. You right. know, uh, some like this is gameable. You know, <laughs> there's so much stuff out there uh, that people can that's that's gameable you know what i mean yeah that's that's uh, awesome for my 70s game these are the bennies i'll bring out the bennies i used sure yeah uh the 70s theme game was um was a southern uh trucker type game so like it was the like bandit. exactly the bandit was a character uh the uh, daisy, duke, daisy duke right um yeah. evil knievel elvis right. yeah i forgot about evil uh, yeah so I, was, I found these online. They're uh, Paps Blue Ribbon uh, bottle caps, beer, beer caps. But if you look on the inside, I don't know if you can see that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They yeah, have the, got, uh, well, the little um, uh, uh, like poker right. suits and, and values. Yeah. Right. So when I bought them, I'm like, wow, I can use something out because Savage Rolls uses cards. What I was letting players do for just this session is – if they didn't like their initiative card, they could spend the Benny if they had like, uh, like a, a higher, higher card. Yeah. Exactly. If they had a queen, they wanted to go on a queen, spend the Benny, put it on top of it. But the one uh, caveat was it couldn't actually trump the queen of spades. If that was someone oh. actually had the queen of spades out, they would go first. But you would go right next to them. So okay. it worked out really good because people were playing them and, and throwing them down and stuff. and. Yeah, yeah I've, it was less fun. I've often thought of the idea of um, I haven't done it in my game yet, um, but allowing we we allow 
you know, spending a Benny to re-roll. Oh, uh, okay. I often wonder why yeah. don't we allow spending a Benny to draw another card for initiative? Yeah, true. You know, why yeah. not, right? Exactly. And uh, so it's, it's something I'm going to play around with a little bit. But that's, yeah. that's it's kind of what you did with that, right? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's much. not another draw, but it's like I want to replace this value. Right. With exactly. Value, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it worked out pretty well. Um, trying to figure out what else I got over here. Oh, so, this was for this was for a pulp game. It was a box oh, I made awesome. with like I made a little template for a Nazi symbol, and it was for um, Ubiquity System Hollow Earth Expedition. Oh, nice! Um, it was uh, so it's like a little cargo this is, crate kind of thing. Yeah, it's a little cargo crate, and I said, okay, you find this, and I had hay in it, uh, stuff you buy at the craft store, and I made these like artifact things oh, in there. Awesome. Um, I think I put one of, if I remember right, I put one of them in there and they had to find the rest of them through, throughout the campaign. That's cool. So, so you actually gave them each fragment. Right. As, as they went. Yeah. Nice. And they kind of fit together. So I actually saw this online. Somebody made something like this online too. I'm like, oh, I can do that. It's pretty cool. It's easy. So it's a nice little token, you know? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So how many, uh, how many convention games have you run? Oh my gosh. Uh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> many. <laughs> yeah, many. Okay. Uh, let's see. This uh, last, let's see. I do multiple sessions. So I just don't run it one time because there's so many people that want to play and stuff. And I enjoy running it over and over again because it's, it's different. Every right. group is a little different. Even though it's kind of like a canned scenario, they always take it, the characters in their own oh, way. Yeah. 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 Every player does, totally you different. know, the players are going to yeah. do something different with each time, right. which, which is kind of, it's what makes it really fun. You get to explore right. how different people approach problem solving. Right. 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 So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I, I try to run around five to seven games for the, for Gen Con. So, right. and sometimes I run off the book games, you know, with some friends, like on a Wednesday night when I first get there and it's kind of not open. Right. So, yeah, so this year I think I'm going to be running like around seven games, six, seven games, something like that. So, That's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. On, a, on a related note then, yeah. um, this is actually a question from one of our, our Patreon patrons, uh, Frank Turfler. Okay. Um, and a He's fantastic awesome. maps, great props yeah. as well. That, Some that great stuff. <laughs> Savage Dungeons cover he did was amazing. Yeah. Um, he, uh, so the question he had is it yeah. actually two parts. Okay. The first part is where the heck do you find the time? <laughs> uh, I embellish that with the heck because yeah. honestly, where do you find the time? Yeah. Uh, and the second part, and this is probably something Ron's interested in as well, is when are you coming yeah. to Arizona? Oh. <laughs> so so well, we'll go ahead uh, and start with the first one. Okay. Where do I find the time? Well, <laughs> sometimes that's tough. I, I am married, but I don't have any kids. So there, oh, there's, yeah. there's the problem there. Right that's there. 50% of your free time. Right there, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I have an amazing wife who lets me. I have a whole back room back here where it's like all my my studio back here uh, off to the left. I got all kinds of miniatures and paints, and uh, it's she's amazing. She lets me do what I do, and yeah. you know, oh, the, the streets of Bedlam, the streets of Bedlam minis. By the oh way. yeah, that was black and white. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, setting the mood, right? I'm You're, still working on them. <laughs> are you? Oh, that's yeah. I'm still working on some. Yeah, yeah. That was that was awesome. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah. It, it, Black and white minis. I don't think I've ever seen that before, ever. Yeah. That yeah. was brilliant. Thanks. That was brilliant. I yeah. thought it matches the setting and the tone that they're trying to portray with Sin City. You right. know, the Sin right. City look for that. So so Arizona does have gaming conventions. <laughs> I'd like heard. to go out there. That's, that's uh, you know. I haven't been out there since I was a baby. I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. my parents took me out there when I was a baby. So. 
Yeah, no, I think yeah. Uh, I think Rincon is is one of the big ones they have. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Shane Hughes out there. Yeah, there's a lot of savages you know, out there. A lot right? of savages <laughs> out there. It's 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 pretty big. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I need to go out there sometime myself. It's, yeah, like, I I'd like to how. hit the. I'd like to hit a con out there in, in yeah. Colorado or something like that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Have you have you been to Mace? No, no, I haven't. No. Okay, I, I haven't a, been either, and I I keep right. telling Jody like, I'm going to go every year, and I don't go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think next year is, is going to be the year though. So if, oh, you, nice. if you're interested, you should go. We'll go okay. hang out. We'll play some. We'll think about it. Okay, I got some drool over your cool props. I promise not to make a mess drooling over them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it looks it's it's got a really good Savage Worlds presence there. So oh, nice, very yeah. cool. I think Clint cool. and Jody go, and a whole bunch of people go. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Charles White uh, from Fabled Environments. So, oh, yeah, a lot of people nice, mm-hmm. very cool. So, yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to figure out what other stuff I have back here. Uh, oh, this is pretty cool. Again, Ghostbusters. This was a uh, toy. It was a toy shark. The ghost shark. Yeah, the ghost shark. That's right. Actually. I, I came up with the idea from the movie Ghost Shark. You know, I'm like, well, that would be cool Ghostbuster uh, thing. So, right. so too big, I had too big for a trap, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I made a miniature out of a toy that I got at Toys R Us for you know on cheap and just nice made a base up for it. And, you know, just painted them up. So that was That's fun really to cool. do. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So Carl, yeah. Why isn't anybody paying you? <laughs> why are you doing this for free? Uh, I just. I like doing it in my free time. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's fair. Uh, that's fair. It's it's a little bit downtime from work because work can be stressful with the short deadlines and of the ads and stuff we have to do, and it's just it's just frees my mind. You know, it's yeah. just it's my way fun. to relax. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like that with like web design. Like every now and then, I I just right. get bogged on with with development and you know content strategy and all these kinds of things at work, and then I right. come home and I'm like, I just want to make a little a little app or something like some little right. simple you know right. Loot generator. Okay, here we go. Exactly. You know, something fun. It's funny. I have a buddy, and I'm in two gaming groups. um, And one of the other gaming groups, he's like, you know, you don't have to make all this stuff, and you know, you can just come game. I'm like, you know, I enjoy doing this stuff, man. It's my it's my hobby. It's like an outlet. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's not like I feel pressured and I have to do it because there's plenty of times I come to the table, ETU, for example. I'm running that with that with two groups right now and two different groups. And I make stuff, I make maps, I have minis, all that stuff. And there's plenty of times where they go off, you know, I I'm planning for a, B and C, they go on off on F, you know, and they're like way off. I have no idea what they're going to do. And I don't have, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I don't have a map or mini for that. So we just, you know, we just, you know, freeform it, which, you know, I, I'm fine with that too, you yeah. know? So, yeah. but <laughs> here's, here's some ETU stuff I, I came up with. Well, they, ETU people did it. Is that the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man behind you? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Is it burnt? Uh, yeah. See, this was also in the Ghostbuster game. This was the original one. Right. Okay, he's a little short guy. And then I took one, and in the game, they were trying to uh, – there was black slime everywhere in the city. It was corrupting people and things like that. I got the idea from the comic book, Infestation, Ghostbusters Infestation. All right. So I took one, and I kind of tore them apart and made them all like uh, kind of oozy and, 
and like black slime got on him and it, and it kind of zombified him and stuff. That was so, amazing. Again, this, I got an idea. Some guy did something like this online on the Ghostbusters forum. I'm like, wow, that'd be cool for a mini for a uh, Ghostbusters. So right, right. that was fun to make. And I popped that down and I'm like, whoa, he's messed up. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that guy? <laughs> so that's awesome. That was a lot of fun. Very cool. And mystery men, by the way. Oh yeah. Those were fantastic. And even oh, the, yeah. the detailing, like the, uh, <laughs> was it the bowling action grip? Oh yeah. These are the character sheets right here. That was, so how did you, how do you produce things like that? Like that, with that card stock? Um, this is, uh, any card stock you can buy at like office depot. It's just 110 pound stock. Okay. Uh, all the office stores sell them and you just gotta kind of do uh, how I do it is I, I made the design up, you know, it's both sides. So I make the design up and I print one side. Right. And then because printers at home aren't exact, okay, like right. like like a printing company, so then I flip it over, and I print the other side, and I hold it up to the light to see how it lines up, and if I got to bump it over left or right or something like that, you know, the artwork to center it. All right, and and then I, you know, I do a couple like that to make sure I got it. Then I run the whole run, and then I cut them up. Oh, nice, know? very very simple. So very nice. Yeah, that yeah. looks fantastic. Goes back to my Kenner Star Wars days right here with the uh right. with the proof of purchase. Oh yeah, no, I saw that. PowerPoints. <laughs> yeah. PowerPoints and uh Benny's. Benny's. Yeah. 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 So and on the front it has like that, you know, where it looks like the blister pack was torn off. Is that Yeah. I couldn't tell. It was so good. I couldn't yeah. tell if you actually <laughs> tore something off of it, like glued it on and then tore it off, or if oh, it was yeah. just something you did in Photoshop. And Yeah, that was Photoshop too. But nice. it was actually uh, a photo of a blister pack, but right. it was much wider, and I I cut out the middle basically and merged the two sides together and made it smaller like a little figure would. You Very, know? Nice. So, Very nice. Yeah, it's fun so to impressive. do. <laughs> Thanks. So we got a, uh, a question yeah. uh, from – Eric Lamoureux. Okay. And the question is, Carl, is there a project you'd like to take on, something you can visualize, but is beyond your amazing skills? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Something I can visualize that's beyond my skills? <laughs> like, I would love uh, to do that, but it's impossible. You know, I, I don't think that's possible. But um, See, that's the thing. It, I, I kind of stick to what I know I could do. That's, mm-hmm. that's my little cheat right there. Um, like these character sheets I just showed you, I'm like, you know, I could do something. Cause I seen somebody do similar type character sheets like that right. on online and they're making comic book covers like that. I'm like, wow, that'd be a cool character sheet. So that's kind of how my brain thinks. I'm like, I could do that. And I, you know, I, I produce it, I bang it out and see what it's like, but no, there's nothing really strikes my mind right now that i could think of for that question sorry <laughs> eric um uh, no <laughs> so out of curiosity yeah. if a publisher yeah. did approach you if someone yeah. you know if, let's say pinnacle or whoever yeah um said carl i like your work i want a really awesome character sheet or i want you know some really nice custom benny design or oh yeah whatever it might be uh, mm-hmm. would, would you do it sure i'd do it yeah i i I've done freelance before many times, you know, nice. I've, I've done free stuff too for friends and things like that, which, you know, I, you know, I enjoy doing it, but yeah, I've definitely done stuff like that before. Uh, I, uh, as we were talking earlier that, um, 
I'm one part of Doghouse Rules, which we aren't kind of producing anything now. We're we were a company that did a lot of D20 Modern stuff, right. and I did their whole. I did the main book. I did all the PDFs, all everything for them. So yeah, I I've done layout and stuff like that um, before. But yeah, I'd definitely be interested in doing stuff like that. So very cool, like, and not just yeah. layout, but you know, like whether it's oh, yeah. character sheet design or oh yeah, exactly, that effect, right? exactly. That's how I met the Doghouse Rules guys. Um, it was before they were called Doghouse Rules. I, I totally forget what the company was called, but. Uh, they came out, they had a, uh, and it was before D20 Modern. Right. They were, they had a Western game called Sidewinder and it was off the third edition rolls. And um, we were a fan of it, uh, our home game. And I made a character sheet. That's how I started with them. I made a character sheet and I put it on the Yahoo groups. I'm like, hey, you guys, check this out. This is what, this is what we're using in our game. And then Jeff Spakes, the guy in charge of the, the Sidewinder, he's like, hey, I like that we're thinking about revamping it for the new D20 modern rules. And from that character sheet, it went on to one part, you know, one fifth part of their company and, and doing all kinds of stuff. We want to any back in like 2000 something. <laughs> it's just so long ago. I don't remember now, but, uh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. So nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Is there anything that you haven't done yet that, that, uh, that you would like to try out or as far as a concept or a setting or, you know, what do you have anything in the back of your mind that you're like, at someday I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Um, let me think. Um, I was just actually thinking about this the other day. Um, yeah. Um, I'd like to do like a, like a street level, like superhero type game, like something like, because I've been watching the Daredevil stuff on Netflix and oh, right. yeah. the Jessica Jones stuff, something like gritty like that, like uh, some kind of design or something like that to portray something like that, you know, like the, uh, not the Avengers type stuff, you know what I mean? This, the, yeah, yeah. The no, down and Jesse dirty. Jones, you know, Luke yeah. Cage. Yeah, yeah. Those are great shows. I love those shows. Yeah. They're fantastic. I yeah. would love to run a game like that or, and come up with something, a look. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine visually what what they might have in common. I mean, as, as yeah. far as like their their sort of poster art and things like that. Yeah, yeah. With Jessica Jones, you had a very heavy purple theme. You yeah, know, the Purple Man and, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. But yeah, something like that would be cool. Um, I did a um, uh, what is it? Um, MHI Monster Hunter International. I'm tr- I nice. I worked on a character sheet for that. And uh, I don't know if I have it anywhere. It's on. It's on my Google Plus page. I don't. I don't have it around here right now. But um, I did a design for that, and I still haven't played the damn game. <laughs> I'm still trying to get around to it. You know. That's funny. Uh, Etu came about, so and it struck my fancy, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there goes uh, there goes a year and a half or something. You know, playing this because it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, all these distractions. I mean, I, I yeah. Ron always joked about ooh shiny syndrome. Oh yeah, exactly. Ever since I started exactly. doing the SBN news, I'm just like, this is killing me. I can't. There's way <laughs> too many products and settings that are so cool that I I have no time to play. Yeah, and exactly. yet I, I keep spending money on them regardless. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Here's another cool thing I did for uh, ETU. I like to use. Uh, I started this in 
War of the Dead. Remember that zombie yeah, game? Yeah, I remember okay. that. Mm-hmm. I ran that, and I use I like to use uh, actor photos or people photos, just people I find online or something like that. And I say, okay, you're talking to Bob Smith. This is his. This is what he looks like. And I hold. I you know I show him a picture. Um, I find it's helpful for me, and it's helpful for them as they get in the mood and they they look at the guy and they're like, oh, he looks like you know scumbag or something like that. I'm like, there you go. Right, <laughs> you right. know. So I made these uh, Eric Roberts in that case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I made these cards up for uh, NPCs, and I assume NPCs for my ETU game. Nice. And on the front, it's just a, a picture. I made them look like trading cards from the old days. And that I looks the, fantastic. Yeah, I, look, I put information on the back of them. Very you know, cool. Very cool. It's just all kinds of uh, Chaz Bowman. Of course, it's him. <laughs> That's excellent. So, and and these I use in the game. I just throw them down. I'm like you're talking to such and such, and, and this uh, is yeah, yeah. This is him, and I and during the game there'll be like you know, ten or twenty of these cards out there, but they know who they are. You know, they're they right. just by glancing at them and stuff. And they're like, what does he look like again? What is that guy? Do they ever go you like know? you know? I, I talked to Bill Cosby instead of like the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saw him in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a little bit. That was before the scandal. So <laughs> right, right. I'm gonna tell him. No. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had to role play that this weekend, uh, last weekend, uh, or two nice. weekends ago. Wait, let me hear your Bill Cosby. Can you can you do it? Uh, no, you don't have to. Do that. No, no, I can't. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I could do it either. So. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. But that's what makes it more fun, right? When it's yeah, really awful, yeah. and, and everybody's just like, "What? Who is that?" And you're like, "That's Bill Cosby." Like that's exactly. Like Bill Cosby. Yeah, that's not Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh man. So I got a. Uh, we have another question here from oh, okay. James August Walls. Oh, okay. This is a YouTube channel, and um, he's a big fan of ETU, big fan of Accursed as well, among other settings. And he asks, "Carl!" Exclamation yes. point. Very Uh-oh. enthusiastic. Uh-oh. What about ETU inspires you to run two separate campaigns with the same setting? Um, I really dug the setting from day one. Actually, I dug. 12 to midnight stuff from the day one. I oh, was right. getting there. Yeah. I was getting their stuff way back in the day. And we tried to run a campaign off of their old, their old stuff a long time. And it just kind of fizzled out and mainly because of player problems and things like that. Right. Not, not because of the game or anything like that, but I had always dug, I like horror in general and this whole goes to college horror stuff slash Buffy, you know, is it just, it just really, I really dug it. I really dug it from day one. And, um, when I saw they were doing a Kickstarter, I was like, bam, I'm there <laughs> getting that stuff. And, uh, I know you can't tell by my accent, but I was raised in central Florida, which is very Southern. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not, it's not like uh, South Florida down here. No, no. The, the further North you go in Florida, the further South <laughs> yes, you are. And the further exactly. South you go in Florida, the further North you are. It's, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I grew so, up in South Florida, as, as you know, so <laughs> I know exactly how that is. Yeah, and so the whole setting with East Texas, I'm like, wow, that's like that speaks to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate to all you know, all that country stuff, and um, but yeah, it just really, I really, dig, I really dig the horror and the whole thing with them going to school, and I, I also like how it was set up, how it's set up where you know there's a beginning, middle, and end that's. Like in the plot point, yeah. you start out as freshmen and you know the game is going to end when you're seniors. Right. That is super cool to me. Going through semester by semester. Right. Year by right. Year. Right. Yeah. 
it's not so ambiguous like a lot of campaigns or storylines uh, like the Ghostbuster game to, to go back that because that was the one I ran right before the ETU. Right. I, I kind of had a beginning, middle, and end, but it kind of meandered in the middle, and I really didn't have a focus, which was my fault because I didn't write anything. I was just going off what the players were doing, and there was times where I was like, okay, we need to get back on track, or this is going to just last forever. You know, There's no yeah. structure to it. I didn't have that much structure, but that's right. what I liked about ETU. So is yeah, it gives you, it, well, and I think that's the, one of the good things about plot point campaigns as a whole exactly. as well. Exactly. Uh, it's like minimal prep, but with structure, and right. you, know, you can right. go off the rails a little bit and then come back. You know? Right. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. So... Are there any, is, is there anything that you worked on that you're like, man, this isn't come out as good as I wanted or, you know, in any projects where you're just sort of disappointed with the, with the final product? Yeah, actually, um, let's see, actually game wise, uh, a few Deadlands games kind of fizzled out and, mm-hmm. uh, I wish it would have went better cause I'm such a fan of Deadlands yeah. and, I don't know if it was because of me running it the way I was running it or the, some of the players or what, but I've tried to start deadlands. I don't know how many times, two, three times. And they just all kind of just, just kind of lay there. And I, I really want to start a, a deadlands game up again, just so I can have the opportunity to, to kick it off. Right. Cause I think I could do a better job now. <laughs> have you have you done any props for uh, for Deadlands? Um, nothing besides just uh, uh, like maps and um, some like wagons and things like that, which uh, trains and stuff like that. No, no 3D trains or anything like that, but nothing right. really to this extent that I've been doing for all these other games. Uh, um, I was mainly making well, that's, like that's uh, probably why it fizzled then, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. you know, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, they're probably like, what is God, what is crazy, yeah. man? Like what happened why, to all the cool stuff that he usually right. does, you know? Why isn't he like whittling guns and stuff right. and bringing us to the table? God, this, this is BS. I'm out. Where's <laughs> your yeah, where's your prop, you know, six shooter and your costume? Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, oh, man! Very cool. So, yeah. uh, do you have yeah. anything else that uh, that that you want to? Um, I don't think so. Oh, I made this for a, a, the one of the league games. It was a Hellraiser cube, mm-hmm. and all, all that is is a wooden block. That's yeah, all it is. I remember when you when you showed that yeah. online. I was just yeah. like that. That was amazing. Yeah. Actually, I think I said I was, I'm going to try that, and I I never did. Uh, it's, super, it's super easy. Super yeah. easy. I mean, it's just a spray painted wooden block, and you just cut out the pieces. And well, I colored the pieces, but you know the the actual designs of the. Well, so what was the game that you ran for that? This was a league of nineteen nineteen uh, 1990s. I had a Hellraiser theme tied into the vampires. He was trying to bring. Oh right, okay. The vampires back and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, so you actually so put that on the table box. and the players, right? Were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was interesting about this game? It was uh, I ran it like I think five times that year, four or five times, and I made four or five boxes, and I took them to the game and I put it in the table and I said, okay, well, who grabs the box? You know, during the scene or whatever, right? And I, they said the person was like, oh, I, I want to grab the box. So I was like, well, here you go 
grab it. So he had the box, and a couple times the box was changing hands in the game. And at the end of the game, I just gave that thing to whoever ended up with the uh, oh, the box in the game. So that was pretty cool. As as misdirected Mark guys, uh, Chris and everybody, they call the the artifacts after the game. You know the uh, yeah. This is a reminder of that game, you know. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's that's great, what I like all this stuff. To, a literal takeaway, you know, like exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I got another question here from Eric Lamoureux. Okay. And uh, his question is: What props would you make for a DL game, for a Deadlands game? Oh my gosh, what props would I make for a Deadlands game? Um, I would like to. Let's see. I have bullets, so I have empty shell casings for my zombie game. So that definitely would find its way uh, for something, maybe powerpoints, because they do use the poker chips in those uh, for for bennies. Right. So, right. Um, the fate chips, yeah. Right. Uh, I would make a lot of minis. Is one thing because there's so many more minis out there, and especially the Reaper Bones lines have so many cheaper minis, which I actually have been buying some of those Western ones. Uh, nice. So definitely, definitely minis. Um, there was a, a toy train I, I wanted to at one point buy like a locomotive, a steam train, uh, as size for the minis. So I'd probably get one of those and, uh, probably paint it up to look like it's older, you know? Yeah. And I would definitely use that for like a train scene or something like that. Um, um, there's definitely toy guns I've, at, uh, uh, Halloween stores that I've seen. I actually have a, a toy shotgun over there. <laughs> Right, right. I would probably bring to the game and just sit on the table and maybe someone would have a shotgun and they could use it as a prop. You need something. to do like wanted posters for character sheets. Yes. Like that. Yes. That's a good idea. Yeah, totally. <laughs> See this, this brainstorming session right here. That's right. That's awesome. That's right. Definitely. So we got, I could, um, I could definitely oh, go ahead. That. No, you're going to say, oh, no, I, I was just going to say, I could definitely see that. Just wanted yeah. poster. Yeah. Be fantastic. Yeah. All right. So Chris Ferry has a question for us. And, yeah. um, his question is, well, first of all, tremendous compliment. Uh, you're a tremendous inspiration for the GMing I do. <laughs> I love making stuff for my games the same way. My question is, have you ever ran a one-shot game that your players liked so much it turned into a campaign? My next brainstorm, Tron. Any suggestions? Oh, Tron. <laughs> That's awesome. That would be cool, Tron. Uh, have I ever one, ran a one-shot that the uh, players... Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Ghostbusters is a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran, uh, a one shot of that and I don't know if they liked it or I liked it so much, but we all kind of dug it, I think. And that made it to the table for, uh, like a year and a half or something like that. Um, that was a, that was a fun campaign that started as a one shot. Um, let's see. I actually did a men in black game too. I remember that now. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah, a Men in Black game a long time ago um, at a, at Gen Con, and that actually made it to the table too. We ran a few sessions of that, not nothing really long, but um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, nice. uh, let's see, what was the second question? Or second part? I forget what he said. Oh, he uh, said uh, my next brainstorm, Tron. Any suggestions? Oh yeah, Tron. I, I know uh, it, this is low hanging fruit, but there's yeah. a, a deck of playing cards called the Yes. Grid. Yes, and those are. I've, I I bought those specifically with the intent to buy to make to, to run a, a Tron game, but I just haven't even gotten to the actual game account. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just want to use the cards. I don't know how yeah. or when or yeah. you know. Yeah, I was actually thinking about those cards because I do remember those cards. I think a buddy of mine brought bought those. Yeah, but I would definitely maybe take a frisbee 
and and try to color it like the way they have them. All right. Uh, I would get like a frisbee and uh, color them the different colors, maybe blue and red and stuff like that, just as a just as something. Do an LED uh, light, maybe. You know, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, God, I, I've only seen. I'm bad. I, I've only seen the, the original Tron. I haven't seen any of the remakes or uh, the, the big legacy. continuations. Yeah, I haven't seen Le- any. Legacy of those. visually was great. Story wise, yeah. I, I think it was. I think it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. Um. I would. Oh, this is a good idea for Benny's. Maybe um, game tokens. I have. You can buy arcade tokens. I use those in my '80s game. Kind of a throwback to the '80s. Right. Uh, that's like an idea. Funds arcade. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can actually find some of those, but just game tokens would be cool as uh, Benny's. Just go to any yeah. arcade, spend a dollar, yeah. you know, two dollars, ten dollars on tokens. Yeah. And walk out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Yeah, they're not going to care. They got money. Yeah, uh, game tokens would be cool uh, for for Benny's. But what uh, would be really cool is if you can get game right. tokens that say Flynn's Arcade. Yes, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's the hard part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they do exist, but how much are they? <laughs> Peace. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. All right, so we got some yeah. more questions here from uh, oh, our okay. audience, our lovely wow. audience. Uh, so this one comes from Charles White. Okay. And... He says, this is Charles White of Fabled Environments. Uh, he's yeah. do, running the Olympus uh, Kickstarter right now, which I'm... It, oh, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I know. That looks really cool. They make some great maps, too. Oh, they do. I, like, I yeah, just I like used uh, the church one on my Friday zombie game. Oh, really? And it was, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I used the same one in my zombie game, too. Oh, did back. you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, and, perfect. And, uh, one of my players almost got, in, got eaten. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, the adventure deck saved him. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Carl is like a walking Pinterest board for gamers. Oh, this is a compliment. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Carl, Carl is like a walking Pinterest board for gamers. Great stuff. Oh, so thanks. Charles, he is for hire. So yeah, <laughs> well, he, they make some great maps over there. I just, they do. I've used I've used them in the past, and they're really cool. Uh, so here's a question: What would you yeah. do for Olympus Inc.? Olympus Inc. Uh, let me think. Uh, you got the whole corporate thing going. Yeah, uh, definitely. Maybe, maybe some ID badges or something. I don't know. Yeah, definitely like swipe badges or something. Right. Um, if you can get some, I don't know if they sell them in the, the stores, like uh, some credit cards, some like blank credit card type looking things, like swipe. And I would make like a fake front so you can just spray glue it you know on there nice. so it'd yeah. be like a front that uh from whatever corporation they're working for or oh did you see the uh he like posted that. the logos for the different companies oh it's did he oh uh, see you could use those that'd be awesome <laughs> it's true you could yeah yeah that's you, awesome. you hear that charles you hear that <laughs> awesome yeah that's that's pretty cool stuff right there that's, yeah that's a that's a really cool setting that i'd like to uh, oh yeah yeah, like to explore a little bit more. <laughs> again, too many games. Too I know. Time, right? So, <laughs> all right. So we got another one here from uh, from Eric. Uh, yeah. Navarro. Carl, any tips for making that stuff on the cheap? That, that's a good yeah. question, actually. I guess yeah. uh, I'd like to add a, a sort of a prefix to that. Is is it yeah. expensive? If it is, any tips on on doing um, cheap? Actually, the stuff I make isn't that expensive. Like, for instance, the, the Hellraiser Cube, mm-hmm. this wooden block, I got it at Michael's for like $4. And it's that's, just a solid or hollow wooden block? It's yeah. a solid wooden block. It's like, go to the craft store. Michael's, um, uh, Joann's, they're pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
What's and Hobby Lobby is that another one? Hobby Lobby is another yeah. one where they sell almost the exact similar same, yeah. same stuff. But yeah, this was like a three four dollar wood block with some black spray paint, and this was just printed out on paper. Nice. Um, I use uh, like three M spray adhesive, and it sticks there. And this has been on for years, and it's it's not going to come off. And right. so this was like super cheap. Uh, the uh, these book boxes that I made. These were super cheap. I've actually bought them on clearance, nice. and they were like a couple bucks a piece or something like that. How did you do the yeah. label on that? Is that it's like a raised label? Was that? Yeah, it's actually a piece of wood that I mm-hmm. found again at Michael's, and I just sized it up and I made I made this label in Photoshop, cut nice. it out on paper, spray glued it there, and and hot glued the uh, the wood there. So it's kind of you know a little raised to just. And this is just the box itself. I mean, I didn't do anything right. to that. So right, yeah. Um, no, they. I've I've seen those boxes at my yeah, class, and they they look great as is. Right, like, right. You know, for a pulp game or a horror game or exactly, whatever. exactly. Um, they're perfect. They're absolutely and then, perfect. And this guy was just duct tape, like I said, and paper towel. I mean, and some. Uh, the paint is actually just cheap craft paint from Michaels. Right, uh, right. Just the they're white. It's the uh, the acrylic based paints that you can buy there in the tubes or in the, the bottles. That's all it is. I mean, it's super, I try to go as cheap as I can on this stuff. Uh, so it's, it's really more of the investment in time than exactly than in money. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or a talent as well. Cause you know, <laughs> if you don't have the talent, you're gonna have to pay somebody to do it. And, well, <laughs> yeah. And like I said, yeah. I, I, I scour the internet and stuff and look at for things that are gameable and, uh, like these trucks. I, I bought these trucks for super cheap. I think they were mail trucks. Yeah. And I put little, this was for my 70s game. It was JD Hog Butcher Shop on it, nice. Hazard County, Georgia. I made little labels and I just sized it up and, and just sprayed on there. Yeah. And that's it. Done. And then for the zombie wow. game, you need to do a, a hostess truck. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, the, uh, so I want to ask a little bit about like that, the Streets mm-hmm. of Bedlam one. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. just that was so cool. I mean, the the idea of of taking that visual impression from like Sin City and from Streets of Bedlam as well. I right. wish, man, I don't know if you saw the hangout on air with uh, um, that we did. It was the first one that we no, the yeah. second one that we did. It was with um, uh, oh, I'm, I'm drawing. Why am I? Jason Blair. Jason no. Blair. No. no, 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 the artist. Oh, the uh, the artist uh, Sean uh, Sean Gaston. Jeez. Gaston. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> I love your work. Yeah. Clockworks. <laughs> that's right clockworks yeah and um and so the artwork he did i, I love the yes. style yes uh so you you saw that and you're like i need to bring this to the table i'm assuming right so yeah tell, exactly. tell me a little bit about that sort of approach and you know, thought process and the approach and um streets of bedlam caught my eye because i'm a huge frank miller sin city fan mm-hmm. i have all i have all the graphic novels i have some of the original comics when they came out and so when he announced he was bringing this out i actually missed i think it was kickstarter right yeah I, yeah yeah i actually missed it and but i was kicking myself in the butt for that but i eventually got it and I'm like oh man this art is amazing it's all black and white i love it i see what he's trying to do mimic the sin city whole look and everything yeah. like that and the splash of red on the covers exactly exactly yeah. and if you look at some of the, the frank miller's comics it does the same thing it's all black yeah. and white it's it's not grayscale but it's just black and white 
and he'll throw in a color here and there, you know, like right. red or yellow or blue or right. something like that. Yeah, that yellow mustard. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so I've actually seen people do grayscale miniatures before. I'm like, whoa, that would be awesome. Oh, so you have if seen I, it before. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People have done nice. monochromatic uh, grayscale stuff like that. Again, like oh. I said, I, I steal yeah. stuff left and right and I make it my own, you know. That's art, you know. Yeah. You just grab right. stuff and make it your own. Everything's a remix. It, it is actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so I saw people do this. I'm like, wow, that'd be that'd be pretty cool to make, you know, a whole series of just miniatures like that. And I have some pictures on my G plus page of the of these guys, and uh, I'd hold some up, and I don't, I don't think you can really see them. But yeah, it's uh, it all came from the art that mm-hmm. Sean did, and the stuff that Frank Miller did and it just would have that look because that setting is just very down and dirty and, and just uh, there's no black and white really in those settings to me. It's just all, you know, you're doing things because you have to. It's just all black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) The white is just to remind you that there is good out there at some point. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, and you're not it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm hoping after uh, after ETU because uh, I have one group that are just approaching senior level, and the other ones I think are still juniors. So after that, maybe I could hit Streets of Bedlam and some of these other settings yeah. I want to want to hit. So fantastic. free super stuff, love that stuff. <laughs> that's that's fantastic, man. Yeah, cool. What kind of what kind of character sheet design are you thinking for that? Oh, I actually did one. You can actually see it on the their site. Um, I oh. I. Yeah, um, it's actually on their site. Uh, Jason Blair saw it on G Plus because I tagged him on it. I said, "Hey, I made this character sheet, and uh, it actually looks like a Sin City look." I actually use a Sin City font. Um, I made. Uh, oh, I remember, remember that? that. That was yeah. you. You did. Yeah, that, that was me. Yeah, that was wow. Me. <laughs> that was yeah. really cool. So yeah. If you go on their if you go on their Streets of Bedlam site, you can see it. Uh, he goes, "Hey, can I post this?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, that's. That's why I made this stuff, you know. I just so everybody else can use it or whatever, you know. That's fantastic. But yeah, yeah. Let me pull it up. I, I I can do a screen share. Can you? Okay. So let me see if I can pull up. Um, I can open up a browser window here. Let's see. But I made bullet holes for like the uh, the agility scores where you can you shade them in. I made bullet holes in there. Nice. So are you able to see that now? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see the window. Yeah, I really dig that setting. I just, yeah, I just wanted time to. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can pull up that there. character sheet real quick. Yeah, um, I think it's in a download section. Last I saw, where is it? There it is, it is. Oh. right there. Yeah, I mean the boxes like uh, comic book boxes type things. You know, that looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> man, you nailed it, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Again, that was fun doing. You know, I I just really enjoy. Uh, doing that stuff and and again uh i look at stuff and i uh i steal from other steal from stuff obviously that's frank miller but uh uh, a lot of sheets that i do uh i look at cheyenne wright's uh sheets and i kind of get his layout and and do my own spin to it you know what i mean right yeah cheyenne wright he's oh it's amazing Amazing. Oh, he's got so many <laughs> cool sheets. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I wish I could just pay him to do like my fan you know, <laughs> character sheets for my fan settings and stuff. Yeah. You know, I have yeah. an Eberron game and I'm like, oh, I wish I could convince him to do an Eberron character sheet. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that looks. Oh, yeah, thanks. That was fun. Yeah, that looks really good. Really good. I, cool. Yeah. And that's See, on, I, that's on uh, streetsofbedlam.com. So you can right. go there and, and, and the download section and find it there. See, this is kind of stuff when I do this stuff, it just pumps me up to want to run the game. And I notice when I do stuff like this, I don't get GM burnout or anything like that. I just, uh, I, I immerse myself into this stuff. Like when I was doing like, it's like your own inspiration. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And also music. I listen to a lot of music. Yes. Yeah, uh, we should talk about that sometime, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ron and I talked about that when, when we did the, um, the setting the mood was, you know, right. creating, right. Uh, playlists yep. that are suitable for your setting and yep. um, and not just doing one big playlist that you just play during mm-hmm. the session, but maybe even doing it for certain types of encounters and scenes, yes. yeah. you know, certain, you know, fit the mood. Right. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that, that yeah. makes, it makes such a difference. Such it a does. Difference. I, I, I play music during my set in my games. Um, and even when I create the stuff, I'm listening to like when I'm doing the Ghostbusters, I'm listening to Ghostbusters soundtrack. Right. Or I'm listening to music from that era, especially the '80s. I was listening to all kinds of '80s stuff. '70s, I was listening to uh, Jerry Reed. I was listening to nice. uh, just everything like Southern rock that came out in that era. You know, just uh, <laughs> yeah, you name it. I was listening to it. No, so. I do that with. Uh, so when, when I used to prep for my Eberron game, it was uh, yeah. a lot of uh, Alan Silvestri, uh, Jerry Goldsmith. Right. Yeah, the Mummy, the Thirteenth yep. Warrior, uh, uh-huh. Mummy Returns, Van Helsing soundtrack, yeah, um, all those, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then with the zombie game, I'm, I'm listening to uh, Book of Eli. Oh, that's uh, great. What else? There was another one that I did. Oh, The Road, mm. and yeah, um, yeah, so many others. Like, yeah, that I've thrown in. Yeah. So yeah, it's music really. It, it, I think it really does evoke very specific feelings and moods. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I can't bring to the convention games because the halls are so loud, oh, but yeah, there's no way, you know, that's why I try to yeah. overwhelm with visual stuff and just bring the cool character sheets, right. a 10, 10 card miniatures, maps. All I got to imagine yeah. that people at the convention games, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure your players and your, your fellow players are like, Oh yeah. You know, more cool stuff from cars. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You know, why don't you uh, Carl? Uh, I can imagine at the you know the conventions, these people are probably like, like, holy cow, this is yeah. an incredible game. Yeah, it's fun. what you need to do. Okay, do that portfolio idea that we talked yeah. about before. And yeah. In your yeah. in your convention descriptions, put a short URL. Oh, to, there you go. To that. <laughs> to so that. Like, by the way, this is what you might be seeing. Right. You know, right. Something, something yeah. to this effect, and then that's a good idea. And you can get people to sign up, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we do, or even or do a do an album of the work that you did for that game. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm just gonna market your stuff, man. Just, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it. I need a marketing guy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I get that every once in a while from my my players at home. Uh, when I don't have a map or something like that, I, I'm like, sorry, I don't have a map for this. Or they're like, what? Really? They just flip the table and walk away. Yeah, it suck, man. <laughs> That's what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, they tease me every once in a while because right. <laughs> I tend to overdo it sometimes. But. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we did hit the end of the hour, and we don't have any other questions in the queue. Awesome. Do you have any other things that you want to talk about as far as like upcoming things Uh, that you're working on or or, uh, um, anything to that effect? Well, I'm just working on the the two games for Gen Con, the Goonies meets Ghostbusters and the Mystery Man game. I'm doubling up this this year. I'm doing two games, and I'm running a little bit more. I'm running an extra session, so it's going to be like, I think, three sessions each. So. I'm running about six games um, there, but uh, do you remember when uh, when Pinnacle did the April Fool's joke about the Savage World Scooby Doo? Yes, yes. I thought it was. I'm like, man, this will be awesome. I've been waiting for you <laughs> to just take that. Away, by the way, yeah, so, yeah. Someone yeah. actually was mentioning that to me the other day on one of the, the forums or something. They said, right. oh, Scooby Doo would be awesome. Like, yeah, it would be awesome. It would yeah. be awesome. Uh, Pretty sure it's been done. I, I oh know it's yeah. Been done. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen it done before. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. that cool. and uh, Gilligan's Islands. I've I've seen that done before too. That's oh, that'd be cool. that would, that'd be fun. <laughs> Do a coconut props. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everything was coconuts. You know? Exactly. <laughs> coconut radios. Everything. We need a battery. Coconut. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Carl, so oh, much. Thanks for, for having this. me, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I'm a fan. Um, Thanks, man. This literally was, you know, geeking out, <laughs> partially worship, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, we'll just call it what it is. But uh, it, it, this is fun. Thanks, this man. is really fun. I'm looking forward to seeing all this cool stuff that you you do in the future. And uh, Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you guys are doing a great job. I really love the, the, the podcast. Oh, thank you. The video feeds. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're always open to feedback. So, uh, yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Keep up. Keep it up. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. Well, uh, that's it for us. And uh, until next time, keep it fast, furious, and fun.